Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan, and in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And as I bring you the stories of these amazing women, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less, it makes you more. The concept that I've really struggled with for many years now is this idea that we need to get ourselves back on track. And a lot of times that comes from when we're on vacation or away for the weekend or traveling or with the holidays coming up, which, you know, is we're in this holiday season and zone and we, it frustrates me. It just, sometimes it makes me even lose words like it just did now. It's this mentality that we place that anytime we are not so rigid with our eating and our exercise or our routines, or we are a little bit more lax and flexible with things, that that is a bad behavior. And the more that we put that pressure on of, I need to get back on track, I need to get my flow back in those areas in particular, the more we kind of widen that gap, the more we give space to being humans a bad name, you know, a bad feel, an icky, gross space to be in. When I was really struggling with my disordered eating, the number one thing that made me most discouraged and made me most sad is that I would feel so out of control when I wasn't in my house, when I wasn't controlling every morsel that was put in my mouth and every way that I wanted to exercise for time and muscle groups and so specific that I stopped going to my parents' house. I stopped going to see my friends for the weekend. I stopped going to our cabin. I stopped going to family dinners. I pulled myself out of all of those social situations because in my mind, not being rigid, me not being in control fully meant that I was failing. And failing meant that I was going to gain weight. Failing meant that I was going to lose all my progress I've made in the gym. And failing meant that I was a worthless person. And so the more that that space came to be, the more I filled my head and my heart with that storyline, the more I really truly believed it. You see, when I would go to my parents' house, I would binge because they would have my triggering foods. And I was restricting myself so much from those foods that 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 environment made me so comfortable and the triggers were there It just turned out to an all-out binge fest. And so I knew that going there, I was setting myself up to binge. So staying away from there meant that it was just one more control piece that I had. It was just one more time that I couldn't control or that I could be in control. And so when I did have to go home, and I don't even like to say that. That sounds so awful, right? Like I had to go home. I love my family. I love my home. I love spending time around my favorite people in the world. So for me to even say when I was forced to go and stay there, especially overnight, it was always the mindset on my drive 
back home, okay, well, now we need to reset. Like, you failed, you messed up again, how worthless are you? We'll just get back on track. And that, again, just widened that gap. And it really put so much pressure on being away. It put all the, all the focus on food and exercise. When in reality, I should have just been enjoying the time that I was getting to be away. Like I lost that sense of joy from taking a vacation or going to a family dinner or going out with my friends. I lost that because I had created such an impression that anytime I wasn't at home, I was failing. I was derailing and now I needed to take the steps to get back on track. And it's something I want you guys to think about. I mean, do you, honestly, do you feel that way? You know, do you go on vacation and say like, oh, I'm going to have a free for all, but that's okay. Cause when I get home, ugh, I'll get back on track. And even that sounds negative then we don't intend it to, but then we start to put these emotions on our regular daily habits. I enjoy living that healthy lifestyle. But then to come back from being away from my home base, I would have that like dread of like, oh, great. Now I got to work out harder. Now I got to eat better. And I would start to begrudge the things that I truly enjoy doing. And the more we build up that I have to get back on track, the more we are putting focus again on our time away being about things that it's not, the more guilt and shame that we're feeling when you're on vacation and you eat foods that you enjoy, or you maybe don't eat as healthy, I don't even like that word, but as nutrient dense as you do when you're home. Yeah, that's called life. You know, the more pressure we put on something, the more labels we internalize on something, the more we're drawn to it. Just like kids. If I'm constantly telling myself in my mind, like I did when I was struggling with binge eating, it would be, okay, I trail mix is my trigger food. I can't eat it. I can't go near it. Anytime I have it, I just want to binge on it and I'm out of control and then I feel like crap. Then I put that in my mind and like the more I thought, no, you can't have it, deprive yourself, this isn't worth it. This is not going to help you get skinny. The more I wanted to that, the more I was drawn to that. Then you couple that with extensive restrictive eating where I was barely eating any carbohydrates or any fats. Yeah, of course I'm going to binge eat on a food that is primarily carbohydrates and fats because my body was screaming at me to freaking eat some carbs and fats. And we'll get into this later, but you know, once I started to reverse diet and put carbs and fats back in my diet, lo and behold, I didn't really have the urges to binge anymore. Shocker. (laughs) It was to me anyway. Like I know it sounds so simple now, but like really at the time, it was a light bulb moment for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess if you eat food, you're not going to have a tendency to binge on it. Crazy. And so the more we say, no, I, I can only enjoy treat foods on vacation or I can only take a break from the gym when I'm on vacation the more pressure we put on it the more storylines we fill our head with that and as soon as I started to realize that I didn't have to get back on track 
getting back on track doesn't mean anything. It just means that I return to a normal flow of my routine and my schedule. Life is going to throw us these ups and downs. And once I could maneuver those a little bit better, my anxiety around situations got a whole lot better. Now I can go places without having a carload of food in a cooler because I need to be in control. Now I can go on vacation and enjoy and not be consumed with thoughts of what I'm eating or how I'm exercising or how I'm going to have to work so hard when I get home to get back on track for this. Now I can just be present and enjoy the moment. Once I learn to remove that guilt, once I learn to remove that mentality of having to reset myself once I got home, I didn't really have the urge to eat all the food while on vacation or binge or overexercise. I just didn't really need to because I didn't, I didn't feel like that was a bad behavior. I wasn't having to make up for anything. And so some steps that I really used to work through that, and it didn't come easy. It definitely did come with a lot of work. But one thing that I always had to tell myself was, and I still do tell myself, is that we don't label things as good and bad. Don't label food or exercise or rest days or whatever that is, is good and bad. Because as soon as I put a label on something, I put an emotion on something. And what emotion am I giving it? Because if I'm already putting a negative emotion on a vacation or food, then my mind goes there. Then the guilt goes with that. A negative emotion is going to draw all of that poison out and it instantly places there subconsciously whether we think it does or not it instantly takes it to that place and as soon as I started to realize what I was labeling I then could step back and journal out why I was labeling it that and try to reframe my focus so that was a big that was a big step in me moving out of that those habits out of that mind mind space there And another piece is too that I really had to, speaking of mind space, I had to work a lot on mindset in general because this is one thing that I will say until I am blue in the face and I will say over and over and over again. It does not matter what we eat. It does not matter how we exercise. It does not matter how quote-unquote healthy we are with our eating or with our exercise if our mind is not healthy. Straight out. I think every guest that has been on this podcast has talked about mindset and it's because it is so true. When I was at my smallest weight, the weight that I thought would make me happy yet never did, when I was eating as clean as possible, and exercising as much as possible, the what some people think is the picture of health, I was the most sick. My brain was sheer poison at that point in time. And it didn't matter how much kale I continued to eat. It didn't matter how many egg whites I consumed. It didn't matter how much weight I was pushing at the gym. 
I was unhealthy because my mind was sick. And until I flushed that poison out of my mind, I would never be able to be healthy. And you will not either. Until you tackle that mind, until you learn to tap into the poison that is in that brain, you will never be healthy. I don't care if you continue to drink your celery juice every single morning and do your hot yoga and do everything and you're lean and you're toned and your weight is an appropriate weight or whatever it is, you're not healthy. The only way that we can truly be healthy is when we find a balance between mental, emotional, and physical health, period. Health just isn't one of those aspects. It's all three of them. And until you're really making sure that we hit all three of them, we never can be healthy. I know that sounds almost unattainable. I get it. I thought it was too. And it's still, mindset is not an easy tactic. Like It is still something that I dig into and have to practice. And I can tell instantly when my mind becomes poisoned. I know when I'm in a negative mindset space now. It doesn't mean that I easily get to get out of it, but I can acknowledge it. And I can step out of that space and say, this is a, this is a toxic space. What can we do? What affirmations can we do? What change of lines of thinking can we do to get that toxic out and fill it with truth? Fill it with light and fill it with love. And that is the ultimate right there. I mean, that's the key that's going to unlock actually everything that you are looking for in your health journey. And one thing that I really had to tackle when I was in that struggle of getting back on track was my mindset around that. And what did that mean? Not making being away from home a toxic, scary, negative, guilt-ridden place and not being home my safe space. Because there was nothing safe about me being home. All it meant when I was at home all the time was that my disorders had free range to be in control. Because I was really comfortable and I didn't have to suppress them here. And I got to just succumb to my disorders instead of actually being in control. Instead of actually living and feeling and breathing and working towards being healthy. So in the next time that you go into this situation, I really, really, really encourage you to start thinking about what do you want to get out of your time away? Do you want to enjoy it? Probably you should. We should enjoy things in life. Or do you want that time to be filled, filled with guilt and negative space? Be in the moment. Enjoy whatever you're doing. Enjoy every day. And if you're finding spaces where you're not enjoying it, let's dig into it and let's figure out why. And stop labeling it. Stop putting on a label of you not being picture perfect, which doesn't even exist, all the time as negative and you being in control all the time as a positive. Because I've said it also before, when I thought that I was in control all the time, I was not. There was never anything in my being that was in control when I was disordered in my eating and my exercise. I was controlled constantly by something else 
not actually in control. You never have to get back on track. All you have to do is dust yourself off and get up and do the next day. That's all. Get back into the flow, get back into the routine, get back into the groove. Don't place negativity, don't place guilt, don't place emotion on something that's a joyous time in your life. Period.